Absolutely. Absolutely. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. That's right. I am Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are through their passions. And that's what, I'll, that's what this show is all about. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and pre- prepare to rise above bigger obstacles that life is about to present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds, and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is on the phone. I'm so happy I saw HBO special. Uh, she is a Nigerian-American actress comedian and writer. Her projects include starring as Molly on uh, HBO's critically acclaimed comedy series Insecure, her first one-hour stand-up comedy special for HBO, Mama, I Made It! It is also available on <laughs> HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO On Demand, HBO Everywhere. Anything that has HBO on it, she's on it, okay? She is co-hosting her <laughs> podcast <laughs> and an upcoming faith-based book I want to talk to her about that's coming out in 2021, Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me Into the Life of My Dreams. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my girl, Yvonne Orji. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Well, first of all, first of all... I'm watching the special. I'm going, I see a rock star. I see Beyonce. I see Kelly Rowland coming out there just bouncing on the stage. Now, I'm telling you something. I'm a former stand-up comic. I don't want to claim it because I haven't been on stage in many years. But you came out lit. You came out and brought the heat at the beginning of your stand-up. Is that how all your sets are? You just made it special for that for the HBO special. Oh, no, that's, I'm hyped. I told, I told HBO, I said, I'm going to give you part documentary, part music video, part comedy special. They were like, what? I was like, just rock with me on this, rock with me on this. And that's why I really, you know, really wanted Chris Robinson to direct my special because he, you know, Chris Robinson, he's done the, the, any music video you think of that was bombed. Chris Robinson was probably behind it in some way, shape, or form. And so I was like, and he's also a hometown hero. Right. Um, um, and so, uh, he's also from DMV, I should say. He's like, what hometown? He's also from the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, all my shows are hype. Like, I, 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 I'm one of those times that come off with a lot of energy and a lot of heat off top, like off rip. Um, because I think that just sets the tone. I feel like if, I feel like if the audience is having a right. good time, I mean, they're going to have a good time with the jokes, but if you get them like, hey, come on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you bring the guard down, you mm-hmm. just like, I want to be happy up here and I want you to be happy over there. So right. if we all on the same page, let's get these, let's, let's rock. Well, you threw that. I, I think it. You threw that. Yeah. You do that. Okay, because I'm going to tell you this, because I see the character on Insecure. You're a lawyer. You you know, you really don't show that type of energy on this on this series that you become famous for. And so when you came out on the stage like that, and you know, you was looking fine. You, you was tall, statue was hair right and everything. You was rocking and, and everything running from side to side of the stage. That was a positive play on my energy sitting at the house. So I know it, I know it played big in that theater, Howard Theater in D.C. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the camera panned to the audience and they were like, Hey, yes. <laughs> you know, I had the, I had the artist Midlow. Uh, so th- that was an original track created specifically for the trailer. Absolutely. And the artist Midlow, 
she did her thing on that on on that track, and so it was like to be able to give back the time and the space for it to breathe, for it to be like, yo, mama, we made it, you know, and mm-hmm. and just everyone not knowing what to expect, and it's like, oh, she. Oh, she's some dancers? Okay, well, we still dancing. Let's go. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just like an entrance song. It was like, no, we're making an entrance. You made an entrance. Um, you made an entrance. You made an entrance. Yeah. I, I, no, now, Lagos, Nigeria. You know, we cut, we do interplay on the, there's inserted in the whole process and fell in love with your mom. I know she's taken care of. I know she's still there, you know, because when she, when mm-hmm. you brought the groceries in, I'm going to tell you something. When you brought the, the, the cinnamon raisin, uh, bagels, I believe, and then the cinnamon uh, uh, bread. I went, that's my girl right there. See, that's all I eat. I reach, I eat, I love cinnamon toast with the little raisins in it, and I love the cinnamon. And so, so when when you brought that in, me and her were on the same page. We could eat breakfast together every day of the week. And I said, but it was just a yeah. really, really natural atmosphere that you created. You just want to show people where you came from, and also going back and showing everybody, you know, you really did make it, Yvonne. Oh, I appreciate. I, 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 I'm in the I'm in the process of, of continuing to make it. Like, oh, yeah. I, I made it this far, but there is there's far more to go. How about that? But no, I think that it's funny because that was one of those things that I couldn't even write. You can't even write. Oh, it's no. like I'm I'm giving her all these things, and she's still hung up on one thing that I did not deliver. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, help us <laughs> But you know, the thing about it, when I say you made it, you know, I come from the hood. You know, uh, six sisters, two brothers. Uh, father was a truck driver. Mom graduated from high school, and uh, and it, everywhere, you know, you have goals. And I could tell from your from watching your career, watching the special, you're goal oriented, and you also are blessed by the opportunities that have been received by you and so you you at each point i feel that when you say when i say you've made it this is like winning the super bowl you want to win another super bowl you know but you're going to tell everybody i won this super bowl and i felt that that's what this special when i was watching it watching you return home in lagos was 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 a a testament to saying look you can do it i'm doing it okay and i'm gonna come here and show you hbo is gonna follow me i'm bringing my boy chris with me he's gonna direct me and we're gonna throw down at howard theater and i'm gonna show you where i came from to show you that i came from over here my family's still living they get to share your brother get to share in your love and get to tell their story that's what i'm saying when i say you made it because believe me i know your journey to greatness is still is still at the top of the iceberg okay I appreciate that, man. I'm, I'm like, yo, you are, I, I'm off with you. I appreciate you blessing me and speaking good life over my life. No, I, I, I receive, brother, I receive. Well, you know, the thing about it is that, we know, the thing about it is that as as a female stand-up comedian, you know, I know as a stand-up, it's tough for African-American stand-up before Def Comedy Jam came along. I was doing jokes, you know, Jerry Feinfeld, Dennis Leary, Sam Kennison and all that. Then Def Comedy Jam came out and it opened a, a whole new world for black comedy to come to the mainstream, to start filling up venues, start filling up comedy clubs. And then being a female comedian, you know, there's even a different path to that. Talk about uh, your life as a female stand-up coming up. I know you open for Chris Rock, but there's a journey and a, and a path that you have to deal with being a female stand-up and especially being a black female stand-up. Can you talk about that? You talk about the, the path you said? I'm sorry, yeah. I, I want to make sure I understand. No, no, I'm just talking about the path you take as a stand-up. But of course, being a black female stand-up, that's a different journey too because of the fact that it's a male-dominated industry. For sure. I mean, and I think, I think... I think the fact that God made me Nigerian, which is you, you got to have like a thick, 
a thick skin, boy. You got the you, <laughs> Nigerians are rough. We even say good morning, bro. Good morning. Like, why are you yelling? Why are you why are you so upset? It's right, eight right. o'clock in the morning. Right. So we we kind of have that tough demeanor. And then you know, I grew up with three older brothers that forgot that I was a girl. Like, right. They, they said they that. They said that in the special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think that was all preparation. You know, sometimes you think about like, why am I in this family? This is, but then it's like, oh, you know what? I had to be in this family. You know, to learn these things because God was going to open up a door for me to be in this profession that, you know, is male dominated. But I come from a, the heavily patriarchal society. So this is no biggie. You know, I know when I started, people, I would, you know, I, I, fashion was always big for me. So I was right. like, even though I'm going to be on stage, I'm going to look amazing because I would always say, if my joke's bomb, well, my outfit's going to be bomb. You know what I mean? Like, because they're going to like something about me. And so I always made sure to like look presentable right. um, in that way. And I remember going to comedy clubs and they would be like, oh, are you here to do spoken words? Are you here to sing? And I'd be like, at the comedy club? <laughs> and you know, because it was just like, well, what are you here to do? Like, it's, it's almost like you're too cute. You're too pretty yes. to be funny. And right. I was like, well, mm-hmm. y'all about to get these jokes and I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you, brother. Right. And, you know, and it was kind of like, wait, so for a black female comic, you can either be overweight and funny. There you go. And you know, because we know because we know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you can be you know, like hood and funny, mm-hmm. but like intelligent, slim, pretty, mm-hmm. fashionable, and mm-hmm. you got jokes. Yes. Nah, yes. we yes. don't know. And I was like, yeah. I well, I don't I don't subscribe to that and I don't believe that that's that those are my options, and that's and what came on the stage. Like, yeah, that's what hit the stage yeah. on on in his special. Because you know, I'm not going to tell people the jokes. I'm not going to tell people your routine. I'm going to tell people this: you came out on the stage lit. You, if you do not miss the opening, okay, she's on fire on the opening, and she carries that fire into her humor. You know, like a, a lot of comics that do that. They come out on stage with a lot of energy, and the, and the show kind of like every five minutes gets less and less funny. That is not happening here, okay. <laughs> She knew what I'm talking about. They come out there, be jumping around and be 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 clapping and everything. And crowd be tired. They be tired. They work the crowd out. They be tired. And you come out there. And uh, the thing about it is me as a former stand-up, I always look at people that go, if they do material that I go, you know, I never thought of that. I would never have thought of that joke. You do a lot of that in your comedy. You're very observational. You're very uh, socially gifted in understanding how you can just, I always tell people about jokes, you know, every, every good joke is a hard right or a hard left. You know, it throws you for a curve and you, you do a very good job of that and honing that skill. And so when you, when you talk about your stand up, Yvonne, what journey are you trying to tell people when you're on stage? Are you trying to relate to any to the women? Are you trying to make a statement to the guys? Or are you just trying to be funny? Well, I appreciate that. You know, I think I think humor for me in my life, I think there's a place in entertainment to uh, for humor and education, right? Right. I think you know, or or to entertain and to educate, I should say, um, in content. And, you know, I know it's like, you don't go to a comedy show to get a lecture, but it's like, no, comedy is the way where you learn the most, right. you know, in, in such a digestible form, right? Mm-hmm. Every every comedian is, is, is teaching you something. Right. They're teaching you about them. They're teaching mm-hmm. you about the way they see the world. They're teaching you about, like, how you probably see the world, but you, you didn't know. And so, um, you know, through my jokes and through my humor, I think... Uh, I know that my crowd is heavily 
female, yeah. right? I know I, I have the young female population who are like, <laughs> they hype. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody, uh, Roy Wood Jr., uh, he, I love him so much. He came to my show in New York. And he was like, first of all, you got a crowd that lays out their clothes the night before. I Thank you. Know what he's like. So they get ready. Thank they, you. He's like, you're, you're, he's like you, you got a, a crowd that they, they, they lay out their clothes. And they're like, we going to see Ron Orgy's show. We got to look right. I was like, well, God bless it. And then he was like, you got the gainfully employed crowd. Mm-hmm. You got you got the people who you know they they buy tickets early. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, that's absolutely like, true. Well, that's, that's what I saw. I'm telling you, that's I, what I saw. I saw I saw a attractive crowd. I used to own a comedy club called Hip Hop Comedy Stop, and I told everybody when the good looking women started showing up to my club, I knew I was a hit. Uh, you know, because because that's <laughs> that, you know the brand was on fire then. Because once they show up and lay out them clothes and make an appointment that they're gonna come here and and spend their dollar and spend two or three hours of their time someplace, that's what I got. So I was I was it was like a look back on me going, wow, she really is carried a weight of a of a, of a group of people forward for the next 10, 15, 20 years. That's gonna be a growing fan base. But I know, uh, but I I I just gotta uh, switch gears right quick and congratulate you because we're gonna talk about the fact that we are talking about your HBO special Mama I Made It which premieres on HBO June 6th but being renewed on Insecure for another season while the season is still going on talk to me about that energy talk about that love for the series and the characters that you share the screen with on that show man I I hit a beat that I was like this is amazing one the season is still going on two we in the middle of a pandemic right like (laughs) we would have shut down and HBO believes in the show so much that they're like, man, y'all coming back just in case there was ever any worries mm-hmm. or never then let outside open up again. Y'all go, y'all go, go into production. Right. And it's just at a time when we don't even know what productions are going to look like. Mm-hmm. But HBO's like, but we're we going to figure out what the fifth season is going to look like. Um, and so I just thought that was a blessing. I really did. I thought like, wow, that was uh, a blessing in also how they believe in us as well. Mm-hmm. Um as a show and as a, and, and what they know that our show does to a community of creatives and a community of, of fans who are watching every weekend. So, no, it's, it's great. I, I look forward to seeing the stories you get to tell, you know, a year in a row. You know, you're in all romantic this season. You know, you got your boy, you know, y'all ain't got time to spend with each other, you know, but uh, it's a very romantic season for you this 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 year. So we got to definitely carry that over to the next season. Of course, I don't know what's happening and how that relationship is going to end. And I'm not going to tell anybody about the relationship, but you just need to watch Insecure. I'm talking to Yvonne Orgy. <laughs> Look here, the third and fourth quarter, we know this country is going to be open up. We know June 6th, you have a special on HBO that's going to be on fire. I'm telling you, she's rocking the stage. She's lit. The crowd's lit. She brings the comedy for one entire hour. They have intercuts in it that goes back to her hometown. You get to see her family, get to see the community, get to see how she grew up a little bit, her fan base in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, my boy, Chris Robinson, I do know him. He, I, back in the back in 2000, we shot uh, uh, 50 Cent's video together, so I know the talent that he brings to the table. He went back to Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. to do it. Yvonne, you're special, girl. And I am not saying you've made it, but you had to tell your mama that you did make it when you take this HBO special. <laughs> yes. That's all I'm saying, girl. Yes, yes, I did. I, I, I she still. I, I think she knows it. I, I think I just need to keep reminding her, like, Mama, no, we made, we did, we did with mom. Right, uh, we not where we used to be. Right. Well, you know, it was a, it's a, it's a, it's a tender moment in the end of the special where you know where you got emotional. All comedy aside, when did the re- the realization that you was able to call home and say that. 
And that, that was a poignant moment for me because, you know, we all struggle and we, we try to define our success sometimes based on what other people are doing. But but in that moment that you talk about it in, in the end of it, in the video, in the, in the end of the one hour special by calling home. Can you before we wrap up the show, can you just talk about that for a couple of seconds and and we'll, we'll sign off and tell everybody to watch your special June 6th. I'm talking to Yvonne Orji, the star of Insecure, the star of our HBO special, the star of a podcast. She has a new book coming out that when she comes out, bamboozled by Jesus, how God tricked me into a life of my dreams. That's coming out in 2021. She'll be back on the show to talk about that. This show, we just talk about how she was just tearing the stage, putting it on fire. But on that stage, when you put it on the fire at the end of the special, you got emotional on me, Yvonne. Talk to me about that. I did. I did. Because it, it was a full circle moment, man. It, I, when I moved to New York, uh, and you know this as a comic, it was it was there's a whole bunch of bringer shows. And mm-hmm. I was like, but I ain't bring nobody here. I ain't bring nobody here to New York but myself. And it was mm-hmm. like, well, in order for you to get stage time, you need five friends paying full price and a two drink minimum. <laughs> yes, I'm yes. like, bruh, yes. if I did have friends, I'm about to lose all of them trying right. to, you know, work out this five minutes of material. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those like moments of like the rubber about to meet the road. And because I'm Nigerian, we're so entrepreneurial in our mindset. And because I'm a woman of faith, I'm just like, all things are possible. Uh, and so there was an open mic that somebody was giving up. They were like moving out of town and they were just like, we need somebody to take over the room. And it was me and a whole rack of like young male comics and nobody was jumping. And after me, I'll do it. I didn't know nothing about running nobody's room, but I was like, no, I'll I'll run the room because the, the way my mind thought was, listen, if I can't get FaceTime anywhere else, I'm going to get at least one day a week, two hours on in the room stage that you run. perfecting my, in a room that I run. And then guess what? I get to meet other comics. I'm in the community that I'm struggling to get into because they're going to want to come to me to get FaceTime. So like, I'm going to be the boss. Like, it, it was just, it just felt like this is what I'm going to do. This this makes the most sense. And it was one of those opportunities that presented itself, not as a lucrative opportunity by any means, because it cost me to run that show. It cost me to buy an amplifier and a good mic and run it like it was a real room and not just like a, a stop on another comic, you know, open mic right. in order to get to the next show. So, you know, but what came from that was the name. And I called it Mama Made It because in that moment I was like, man, wouldn't it be dope if, like, you know, a booker for any of these late night, you know, shows came by and they could see you and then they could put you on? I dream, I dream big. I, I still dream big. I'm like, wouldn't that be dope if that's what this room was set up to do? And, like, because who doesn't want to call home to tell their mom, like, mom, I made it. Um, and so that was the hope. That was the anticipation behind the open mic night. And when it came time to do the special, I was like, yo, this is a full circle moment right now. Like, I get the I get that have that dream of me trying to put other people on to now me getting put on. And so that's why that's that's why I got a little choked up at the end. You're on fire, girl. I'm going to let you go here. We, we, we up against the clock. want to see June 6th is her HBO special. I'm talking to the fantastic, the tall, the funny, the beautiful from Lagos, Nigeria. She's entrepreneurial. She got multiple jobs, multiple skills. You've seen her on night school. You see her every Sunday on Insecure, been renewed, so she knows she has a job in the future. She knows she has a funny HBO special, so she will have a lot of jobs in the fall. My friend, I always know you can come to Money Making Conversation and talk to Rashawn McDonald. You keep winning, all right? I appreciate you. Right. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. If you want to hear more episodes of Money Making Conversation, go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. Yvonne, girl, you